Welcome to The E-Show with Neil Rabin. Founded in 2013, the EHL has become the college placement leader on the East Coast. Sit back and learn more about the next step in your junior hockey career. Welcome to The E-Show, presented by the Penalty Box Foundation. The Foundation's mission centers around their daily motto, we take care of our own as they help out all of those within the hockey community who've experienced a catastrophic event. Learn more at PenaltyBoxFoundation.org. What's up? My name is Neil Raven, and this is episode number 181 of The E-Show. On this week's episode, we highlight the fourth and final new EHL team for the upcoming 23-24 season, the Boston Junior Terriers. Jake Bastille chats with Cody Gagneau as he prepares his organization for their inaugural season of junior hockey. Jumping into the East Division, Gagneau knows the challenging opponents his team will face right from the get-go. However, the Terriers bench boss has been working heavily on the recruiting trails ever since the team was announced this past winter, and he's feeling both anxious but also confident as we get closer to the first puck drop of the year. Hello, Isho. It is time for another installment of our Coach's Corner Chats. This time, it's a welcome back to the E-Show for Cody Gagneau, head coach and general manager of the Boston Junior Terriers. During our last conversation, Coach Gagneau and I went over his background and expectations for the Terriers junior team. So now, it's time to discuss the nuts and bolts of this upcoming Terriers season with the man himself. So, Coach Gagneau, thanks for taking the time today. Thanks for having me on, Jake. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome back. And so the last time we spoke, we left off with, you know, you saying you're just ready to go out and recruit players because you weren't at that opening just yet. So now plenty of that has been done. So how eager are you to just get underway and play some hockey? Well, it's definitely been building up. Um, Every player we've signed brings something special to the team that we, you know, really look forward to. Each player is kind of unique. So It'll be interesting to see what, you know, everything looks like, you know, when players report, um, you know, and that's coming up here pretty soon. And as far as getting to know ownership, other coaches, that kind of stuff, you know, how have you guys been able to figure out a vision for this Terriers junior team? Well, I was lucky to jump in with the organization and and help coach for American Hockey Academy right when I was announced. It was, uh, it was pretty helpful for me to understand the program's culture and, you know, their commitment to excellence and I've been able to see my vision for the team fit in with that culture um, and that being a comprehensive program that kind of pushes everyone to be successful both on and off the ice. Um, there's a strong focus on kind of making sure that everyone is you know prepared and ready to go and working towards being the best possible version of themselves, you know, day in and day out. And I think, uh, you know, what I'm building with the EHL team fits a lot of what, uh, you know, the ownership and the other coaches have in mind as well. Definitely. And and regarding AHA, are you expecting, you know, that their youth programs to play any kind of role with the junior team, whatever it may be? I think so. I think it'll be a big role. Um, you know, you got to look at the fact that, you know, it's the same ownership, you know, we're really, you know, you know, one big family, really, you know, you know, I was, I learned a lot when I was working with them and I kind of feel like I, I helped the program in many ways too. And, uh, and I, I'm going to continue to do so. You know, we're there at the rink on the same days and, you know, our practices are going to be before the AJ. So, 
you know, um, right now I talk to the coaches on like a daily basis for AHA and I try to help them out in a lot of things with the off season planning. Um, you know, I'm part of their, you know, their team meetings. Uh, I have a good rapport with a lot of the players um, from getting to know them last season when I was working with them. Um, you know, we, we also benefit from having one of our owners coach, you know, in the program with Rustin Mariano kind of leading AHA each season. You know, he's he not only understands the operations on the management side of things, um, he kind of has a ton of experience in the coaching side of things too, which is really helpful. Um, so we, we all really work together on, you know, what our expectations are, not just for the teams or each team, but program wide. And I feel like it really strengthens our approach to kind of building the identity of this expansion team. Perfect. And, uh, and so one of the guys you're bringing in as, as an assistant coach has experience working with players at the academy level and also at the college level with SNHU, that's Neil Mulcahy. So how valuable do you expect that experience to be for you guys at the junior level? Well, uh, having Neil be part of our staff is tremendously, you know, valuable to us. I mean, this is going to be a great opportunity. He brings so much to the table as far as coaching goes. You know, his, he, his passion is real. Like it's, it's just getting to know him. It's, I, I truly see a real passion with him. And, you know, we talk on the phone like multiple times a day. We're just constantly shooting ideas off each other and, on how we can design our program, how to make things better, even though we haven't even started yet, we're working on <laughs> making things better. Um, you know, what we can do to give the players everything they need. Um, you know, we what really kind of stood out to me about Neil was was his experience coaching at the the college level. Um he knows what college coaches are looking for. And, you know, he knows who a lot of the coaches are in our area. Um, I know he's going to be, you know, incredibly helpful, not just as a coach, but in the commitment process as well. Um, you know, I think we're, we're really lucky to have him part of the Terriers family here. Definitely. And, and obviously that commitment part, a, a huge part. And this question actually comes from the commissioner. Has he overtaken Mr. Raven as your favorite Neil? Oh, <laughs> uh, what's funny is, um, you know, I, I talked to Neil Raven a lot about, you know, a lot of the things prepare for for the season. And I talked to Neil you know, and Kehi a lot, obviously. And, you know, I, my wife will be, you know, in the same room asking, all right, which Neil was that? You know, and, <laughs> um, I'll be like, oh, that's Neil Raven or that's Neil M, you know, and, um, and it's funny. But, uh, you know, both, you know, both Neil Raven and Neil McKay are, are great guys. And, are, have been tremendously helpful already and, you know, getting through the summer here. And um, I'm not going to answer that question because I don't <laughs> put either of them on the spot, but, uh, you know, they're, they're both uh, good friends. Yeah, definitely. Two two good deals for sure. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get into the makeup of this team. And I think the first thing that stands out is the amount of age out players that you guys are going to have. So was this something that was intended from the get-go for the first year specifically? Um. I knew in the back of my mind that 
I wanted the team to be a bit older. Um, when I came into the league, I watched a lot of EHL games. I went to Newington. I went to the All-Star Games in Exeter. Um, I watched some division games nearby. I saw some playoff rounds. And then I went to Providence and saw the Frozen Finals. Um, and, and just watched what the product was of this league. And, you know, I saw how each team seemed to have a very competitive vibe, you know. Um, everyone kind of looked hard to play against, which you know, goes to show that parody that, you know, everyone seems to talk about. Um, they're right. <laughs> there is a there is a really good competition in this league. Um, so I knew that, like, building this team I really wanted to bring in a lot of junior guys that have that drive that you know are battle hungry guys that really want to win each game because you know quite frankly this is their last season of junior hockey and you know and I and I want to come in this year being you know successful and I feel like a lot of that experience and a lot of those junior a guys with experience are going to help us be that way. Yeah, so uh, you know, due to that age out factor, like you said, many of these guys have juniors' experience. Dylan Causey, Jonathan Meyer, Danny Caputo. Danny Caputo is a lead guy, and then you have plenty of guys that are going to be making the jump from P to E. So you said in in our first interview that you know the big thing for you is that you get to help establish the culture and you get to help build this culture. So how do you think bringing in these veteran guys with junior backgrounds helps that mission? Um, I, I know that my objective with our team's culture is going to be structured on a very high standard in many ways, you know, such as like how we go to practices, how we study for you know, study our games, you know, how we you know, dress for games, how we behave away from the rink, how we, um, you know, go through each day preparing for, you know, the next game. And um, there's just so much more involved to it. And, you know, in my experience coaching junior hockey, I know that there's a lot of differences than like AAA or high school or prep hockey. Uh, there are a lot of details that I think are involved in the overall environment and competition of each game. And, you know, having these junior A experienced guys, you know, with those that we're bringing in, you know, our, our, my plan is really to kind of use that to our advantage. And, you know, when I'm trying to implement the culture of our team and with their experience and, and, and what I'm trying to bring in with this expansion team, I, you know, I, I hope it kind of helps us off to a good start. Definitely. And you know, I'm curious about the other side of that, too, with you know a lot of guys coming in from different backgrounds, different organizations, different systems, that kind of stuff. What do you think will be the keys to getting guys acclimated and on the same page as early as possible? Well, to be honest, we've already been working on communicating explaining our team standards uh our our team has been on multiple zoom calls you know, we've been talking with each other we've been teaching some of the things to prepare for you know, giving the players opportunities to you know, start building friendships you know use breakout sessions and throw the forwards and you know forward groups D and D groups goalies and goalie groups and we just talk about you know each other and you know learn about each other and get to know each other now and you know, and, and I feel like we're off to a really good start with that. 
and I think it will only help us for when, like, when we report to training camp where, you know, that's when we really need to kind of prepare the players on what where they need to be for the season. So, um, you know, because we're an expansion team, we kind of have to work a little bit more on the, uh, the relationship building now so that, you know, when we get to, you know, training camp, we we're off to a good start and, you know, we're, we're ready to prepare for the games ahead of us. For sure. And one last note on the, on the factor of the age outs, obviously a certain level of pressure to get them to school within your year with them. So what kind of things are the Terriers going to focus on specifically to get them ready in, you know, an eight, nine month period? Um, well, right now we do a lot of research, um, you know, amongst the players. I built this like Google form, you know, that kind of outlines, you know, all the NCAA colleges, you know, providing information, like what programs they offer, some school history, um, locations, costs, acceptance rates. I've sent this out to all the guys, you know, because I need them to do their research on schools. Mm. So that if, if we find interest from some of them throughout the season, you know, we've already done our homework. <laughs> we can communicate with them accordingly to make sure that, you know, we're putting our guys in the best possible position to earn a commitment to play college hockey. So, you know, we've already kind of gotten a lot of the things started with that. You know, we've had some conversations with colleges about who the players are coming into our team this season. So, um, you know, there, there's definitely uh, you know a ton of pressure, um, you know, making sure that we're doing right by the players and connecting them with colleges. But you know, I think a lot of the planning that we're doing right now is going to, you know, be good for, you know, that commitment season and when things start to take off. Definitely. And now we'll take some time to get into some of the players on the team. And there will be several pairs or groups of former teammates or now current again, you know, a pair of Proctor guys coming, a pair of Bay State Bobcats, as well as, you know, a few BJR premier players. So there will be some level of familiarity. Do you anticipate that being an asset at all, especially early on? Yeah, there's a big reason kind of why we have that, you know, and and I really want that familiarity to be used as an advantage for our team's chemistry. You know, with us being a brand new team, you know, by having some of these guys that know each other and you know, our friends and have played together in the past, I I feel it'll kind of help the team pass that, you know, that kind of like that awkward stage, you know, when the, no one's talking in the locker room and it's and nobody knows each other. I, I really kind of hope that, the fact that some of these guys do know each other, you know, kind of helps us pass that stage within our locker room. And, and when we, we want them to have a strong bond and closeness with, with that will kind of ultimately help us for, you know, when we're given a tough opponent or showcase and, you know, and, and things that we can do, like starting these conversations now over zoom calls or, you know, having some players that know each other and, you know, can have a little bit of, um, better feeling going into a brand new team. Like those are all just some of the things that we're kind of doing to kind of get us ready for those games. And another piece of that familiarity will be yourself and Gavin Dock, a player you coached back in your 16U coaching days with the Cleveland Barons. So what do you remember about him and how closely were you in still in contact with him up until this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Gavin and, and I, this is definitely a unique opportunity for both him and I 
Um, you know, I, I brought Gav into the Barons at the 16s level a while ago. And, and he was one of those guys that was very receptive to like my coaching style. Uh, he would ask a lot of really good questions. He'd take advantage of open ice. You know, he really kind of had that, you know, will to want to get better each day. And uh, we didn't win a, like a national championship or anything substantial like that. But there was a, I, I, I did notice a considerable level of improvement by Gavin that year. And mainly it was because of how coachable he is. He's eager to kind of learn and develop. Um, he's very smart and his grades show it. Um, so when like my coaching opportunity came up with the Terriers, it, it, it kind of matched the direction that he wanted to go um, with this being his last season of junior hockey. Uh, he kind of knows you know, how important this year is for him and seeking that college, you know, oper- you know college commitment. Um, and, you know, he knows what to expect of me as a coach. And like, I know it, I know how to push him. I know what to expect of him. And, uh, I, and I know how, you know, he can, you know, kind of click on all cylinders and what we need to do to get there. So, you know, his decision to kind of join the Terriers this season was, was just a really exciting opportunity for both of us. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for this and, and I'm hoping that it helps us, uh, uh, really approach this year strong. Yeah, definitely, definitely pretty cool as well. And, you know, another thing I want to bring up is you have a couple of guys with the you know, connection to the combines. Paul Johnson, you had him signed prior to the Michigan, Michigan combine, but he competed. On the other hand, though, Dom Paolaitis was a guy that you brought in due to his performance at the mass combine. So what stood out to you about him and how beneficial did you find those events for both sides in terms of players and coaching staff? Yeah, Dom. Um, so one of our coaches, Derek Curtis, uh, you know, we were watching the combine, which was really was really was a really fun event. Like I, I I did enjoy it. I stayed for every day. Um, I think I was, was there for every game. I was kind of tired, but I I really did enjoy it. And uh, Derek and I were watching one of the games, and you know, Derek kind of. Um, I don't know if anyone, you know, in the league really knows him, but he's really, you know, he's kind of a stoic guy, quiet, um, loves hockey. Um, and, you know, we're sitting there and, and, and he spotted Dom and he was like, hey, Cody, you know, keep an eye on nine gray, you know. <laughs> like, okay. So, uh, so yeah, I did. And, and, and wow, I was like, well, <laughs> you know, it was and I noticed right there, I was like, okay, there's a kid that, you know, did all the small things a junior hockey player really needs to do, you know, you know, not the things you find on a stat sheet, you know, he didn't show anything overly flashy, um, but he did help the speed of the game. Um, he he moved the puck well, you know, he had good skating ability, um, I could tell he was a junior hockey player because of how he approached each shift and worked to bring value on the ice. You know, he knows that, you know, he, he needs to, re- he needs to have a reason to stand out. You know, he's been in this for a while and he's been to a lot of camps, combines. And you know, if you're just there and you're just blending in, you're not going to get anywhere. And, 
Um, and I think we're lucky to kind of have opportunities like these combines because like these are great places to you know find those kinds of players. Um, the Michigan Combine that was a really fun time. We it allowed us to kind of well allowed me to take another look at you know a key asset to our blue line with that being Paul Johnson. Um, he was he was a wrecking ball out on that ice with the with the combine, and I kind of had to. Tell him to take it easy a little bit, but um, no, he's just a really eager, battle hungry type guy. That you know, I, I was you know really happy with our recruitment process with him, and you know, with him being in, living in the Michigan area, you know, taking advantage of that location to meet some of our guys. Uh, it was just a really good opportunity for us. So, um, I think these combines are you know just another great reason as to why this league is is really successful. For sure. And we're looking forward to seeing those two guys. And that will move to the the position of goaltender. And you'll have two veterans of the Eastern Hockey League and Eastern Hockey League premier in Jake Hugeson, who had a great season with the New Jersey 87s, and Nick Mutchler, who was up there as one of the top goaltenders in the EHL premier with BJR. So, you know, how much of an asset is it to have those two veterans in net? And what are you expecting from them? Um, well, what's really important about them is that they know what to expect with this league. Um, of all positions, you know, goalies are, we all know goalies are very important. Um, and knowing that they know how to compete in this league, it really kind of benefits us as a new team. Um, it kind of gives me a little um, mind at ease in a sense. I kind of hope that, you know, I, I can just let them do their thing back there. Um, but, you know, Jake's a goalie that did really well for the 87s last season. Um, I like his skating ability. You know, he has really good athleticism. He's been training really hard this offseason. He's been sending me a ton of videos as to the personal records he's been hitting. And I think he's having a great offseason. So I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to see you know, how he reports to camp and, um, and he's got a competitiveness and that's the biggest thing with him. Like he's going to come in and he's going to compete and not only know this league, know what to expect with this league. He's going to come in and he's going to compete really hard. So um, Nick also has a lot of success in this league as well. You know, I think he had one of the higher save percentages in the EHLP last year. And he has a, you know, he has really good positioning. He's a, he's a larger goalie. Uh, he, he fills the net well, has good rebound control sees the puck well he thinks the game pretty well too i'm looking forward to kind of seeing you know what they both can bring this season for sure and and, and I'm, I'm i'm grateful for the experience that our goalies are you know have um within the league already and i think that's you know just another reason as to why um you know i'm i'm pushing this team to you know have experience and you know be an older team and and, and go into the season um you know while it is an expansion team, it is a team that has, you know, older experienced players. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And, and one, one last player that I do want to talk about, one of my favorites is Drake Tomac, the EHLP forward of the year last season. You know, we were talking earlier about him. You know, what makes you believe he's a guy that's going to have a big year this year in the EHL? Yeah. You know, yeah, very, um, you know, very impressive player out of Drake there. Um, you know, what, one of the things that, you know, I was really impressed with, you know, going to that all-star game, that EHLP all-star game in Exeter 
was seeing how much talent the EHLP has. And, you know, obviously, you know, Drake is, was one of them there. And, you know, he's definitely a player that a lot of coaches are aware of in our league, you know, and, and you know, he's got a long reach. He's got a quick release shot. You know, he can score anywhere around the ice. Um, he's got smooth skating ability. I uh, like, you know, I like how fast he makes decisions. Um, you know, he's, he's a smart kid and, you know, and he and I have, I've kind of had a lot of conversations about the year. He likes to have a, a good dialogue with his coaches. He likes to, you know, talk about what to expect, um, what to do to get better, what to, um, what he can kind of do to be an overall competitor. And kind of like Hugeson, like I was just explaining, like I think Drake's got a really competitive edge to him. And, you know, just talking with him over the phone, and I'm starting to sense that he's got a really strong drive into this year um, with his overall competitiveness. And for a kid that, you know, produced what he did last season and to perhaps have a stronger focus on his competitive nature, um, it's just, it's a very good outlook um, into the season. And, um, and I'm just really curious to see what he can do at the EHL level now. Yeah, I think we're we're all definitely excited to see him. And to continue to look ahead, you guys are going to be in that East Division, the Division of the Defending Champions, but also you know, the toughest, most blue-collar, hardest-nosed division in the EHL. Why are the Terriers going to be a good fit for that kind of identity? Well, this this kind of goes back to that question about, you know, why do we have so many age outs? You know, why do we have an old team? And you know, seeing how good this league is and especially, you know, starting to understand who the teams are in the East division. Um, it's a big reason I brought in a lot of guys with experience and, and I wanted the experience of the guys in this team to kind of help us handle like tough opponents, like the East division, you're right, is a really tough division. All the divisions have a lot of talent, a lot of, um, you know, strong teams. I just, I do feel like the East division is, is one of those that, um, you know, is, is going to have a lot of really close games this year, a lot of, you know, fun tight matches. And, and I really wanted my older age group of players to be able to, rely on their experience so that when when we're going into each game we we can kind of um, tap into that experience and and push ourselves and and, and drive and, and compete into this division you know we don't want to just exist we want to compete you know um, as an expansion team obviously everyone knows and says oh yeah it's your first year you know like <laughs> good job you know but we don't want to just exist you know we want to we really want to come in and we want to compete hard this year. We really do. We want to, we want to make a name for ourselves. Um, you know, how we define our success, uh, whether that's on the scoreboard or um, whether that's, you know, players, you know, getting committed or whether that's players, um, you know, finding success in the classroom or, or whatever. Like, I mean, we, we, we really want to hold ourselves to a standard this year um, and, you know, I think the division that we're in is going to push us each week to be, you know, on top of our game and, 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 and try to be the you know, best version of ourselves. 
Absolutely, 100%. We're, we can't wait to see that, like I keep saying. And and when we look at the Terrier schedule, and there's nothing on home ice until the month of October. So yeah. what are your thoughts on that opening for the season? Uh, well, um, you know, I think you and I mentioned, like, you're going to be announcing that one. And uh, yeah. And that there's a big circle on our calendar there in Worcester, but um, but we have a great trip planned to Vermont. Um, you know, we play the you know, the Lumberjacks up there. Um, you know, then the Worcester Showcase. Um, you know, that would be a, a nice introduction for our guys to kind of see what this league is all about. Um, I want to give them an opportunity to, um, you know, play a few games before we get there. So that's why you know we we scheduled the way we did. Um, you know, we have a you know a good uh training camp schedule you know playing a couple exhibition opportunities with some other teams and um and doing some team bonding in in september we're gonna do a little camping trip up in new hampshire so um as long as we stay away from the bears we'll we'll be okay but (laughs) (laughs) um but we have a lot of really good things planned for september uh it'll be uh, a lot of fun and exciting um kind of see how our team fits in this league and and then ultimately kind of get ready for, you know, our first home match, which, you know, is a really important thing for us there in October. And you mentioned that, you know, to wrap up that first game, September 15th, game one in Worcester. I think, I think it's a Friday night game. So even more pressure, you know, uh, how nervous do you think you're going to be? Are you, a, are you a nervous guy? Um, I don't know. Like I, feeling nervous is that is something that I know is inevitable. Yeah. And you know, I just kind of accept it. Um, any coach starting an expansion team is going to be nervous about a lot of things. And um, that September 15th is going to be the first real test this team has. And I'm already nervous and excited about it, you know. Um, and uh, and I know that's going to be a game that I'll probably never forget. So, um, you know, looking forward to being there and looking forward to, you know, your uh, play-by-play there and uh, – um, yeah, I'm just really fortunate for the the way everything's been working out this off season, and and I couldn't be more excited for this for the year ahead. Yeah, well, likewise, when we're we're fortunate to have you guys and and this organization in the league, and I'm grateful to be a part of that day. So I'm looking forward to it as well, Coach Gagno. Thank you so much for taking the time, and yeah, once again, we're looking forward to it all. Thank you, Jake. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to the E Show. Learn more at easternhockeyleague.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Also be sure to subscribe and get notified when next week's podcast is released.